The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs. The Media Mash. Your favorite Cowboy insiders are here to dot bolt information. Jean-Jacques Taylor, Saad Youssef, Clarence Hill. I'm Newey Scruggs. All right, Clarence, since you were flexing here earlier with your, your league meeting media pass here, what'd you find out from the owners' meeting? <laughs> you go, is Jerry going to Brazil since they've awarded an international game to Brazil? What, what do you have for us? I mean, you, you know, wax before yeah, you go. I, I, you know, I'm just I'm just saying, don't rule it out. The Cowboys have not played international games since 2014. Uh, when they were in London with Jacksonville, and, and, and certainly the league is not going to make an official announcement until uh, early next year, probably at the Super Bowl or after the Super Bowl, it'll make, make an announcement who the teams will be, and certainly the schedule won't come out until, obviously, uh, in <laughs> May. But I wouldn't rule the Cowboys out. That's all I would say. And, yeah. and so, and just me wondering, to go to a new market like this, are they selective? Like, hey, we want to send this type of team here? Or are they like, hey, man, we, the Panthers, you're not eligible at all. We don't want to send the Panthers <laughs> to Brazil. Like, how does that work? You know, I, I don't know. We know that Jacksonville has a relationship with London. They play mm-hmm. a game in London every year. Right. So that they're, they're out. You know, and, and certainly I think uh, I was reading the Dolphins. Actually, these teams have markets. And the, the Dolphins or Brazil is considered the Dolphins market. And I don't know if the Dolphins are on the Cowboys schedule next year. I know that they don't play that division next year. But um, you know, I, I you know they're selective. I mean, certainly you had Kansas City in in, in Germany this year. They're, they're selective in, in how they do these things and who they play. I mean, Kansas City and Miami in Germany. I don't know what 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 their relationship is and you know why those teams are selective to that market. Uh, so it's the NFL, you know, and certainly when you go to South America for the first time, this is historic though because they have never played a game. In South America, and this is, you know, that, that's a huge market. According to NFL, Brazil is the largest NFL market outside of Mexico, out, down south. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a market they certainly want to explore and, and, and get into. And so we know the Cowboys are big south. <laughs> you know, they're big in Mexico, and certainly they're big. They will be big in Brazil. You know, obviously they're probably the most uh, known international team, no matter which continent we're talking about. So uh, we'll see. But... Don't rule it out. I don't know if my paper's ready for it, but I mean, I don't know know NBC is ready for it, you know, Athletic ready for it, but could happen. All right, I'm stumped side here. What language do they speak in Brazil? Oh, man. I got you. Brazilian? No. (laughs) (laughs) Please. I did kind of know this because I I, I knew the answer only because, uh, because of Giselle Bunchen. But I'm I'm blanking on it now. But I, I do know JJT tell him. I've heard Portuguese, my friend. Portuguese. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I Those remember I remember hearing I remember hearing things like that from uh during the Brady when Brady and Giselle were still uh, married. So. No, you play enough FIFA twenty two or twenty three, <laughs> you pick these things up. <laughs> play enough what? FIFA twenty two, FIFA twenty three. <laughs> Always you pick you pick up enough of these hey, things. Hey, hey man, How whatever you get it done is right, whatever, whatever it takes. Whatever it is. It is a missed uh, marketing opportunity. If they did this a few years ago, you send whatever team Brady's on, they're still married and you know, yeah. that would have been a good marketing opportunity. Not, not sure they were ready for that right there. But, you know, you, hey, you can still send Tom. 
I mean, you still an NFL ambassador. Well, and I think next year when he starts working for one of the uh, partners, for, yeah. works for Fox, so depending on who cover has that game. I don't think it's on Fox, but I think they'll be starting to, you know, as, as uh, certainly as NBC uh, Pro Football Talk was talking about, the more you, the more international games you do, that's it's gonna be another game that they allow teams and networks to bid on. Make more money for the NFL. That, that, that is very, very true. Okay, um, Cowboys at Buffalo. Cowboys are a point and a half to a two-point underdog, depending on what odd services you look at. Josh Allen, 14 picks right now. JJT, who gets that pick for the Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be Deron Bland. He get back on it. He get back on it this week. He getting one this week. So you got you got Bland. All right, who you got, Sock? I think Gilmore. I think I think Gilmore is going to uh, be on digs quite a bit, and I, and I feel like Josh Allen's gonna go to him, and I think Gilmore gets one. You, you, you know we can't. You know we can't let that go, right? What? They're so bad. You saw he started smiling. I thought they. Were, I thought they were throwing away from Gilmore. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> all these conversations in the background, you don't have to say nothing. We're just having fun. <laughs> it's different when they start traveling, though. It's different when they start traveling, which has only been happening for the last week and a half. So. I let you the record show. You don't have to defend it. We're just having fun. Inside. But all let the record show, your boy said nothing. <laughs> he, he started, he started <laughs> saying I stand by exactly what I said. So then, even the, back then. Every so conversation I, extends the other conversation. We don't let nothing, right. we let nothing go. And we don't forget nothing clearly. <laughs> Got Sergeant Messi. <laughs> Just been messy all day long. We let nothing go. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, come on. But the time, if, you know, we got that text this morning from Derek, man. He's Sergeant Messi over here. Oh, just because you had a photo shoot? Just could you put a photo shoot out on, on Facebook? To, this, <laughs> I, did this I didn't put anything out there. Whatever. It, was that, it came it down to your timeline, and I saw it. I didn't see it from another guy. I saw it from your timeline. Thank you. Thank you for taking these pictures of me. You're so professional. <laughs> See, when people start posting pictures of you sleeping think, and all kind of they stuff, do that wild, looking all wild, and like, they were I, great. did I do that? Did they I were, do that? No, they were great photos. No, you look good. No, good. You look good. We had we had about a twenty minute discussion today in the locker room with Dak about about his social media activity. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> And Dak enjoyed it, and this and and guy enjoyed it. You look, you look Dak good. living through you. No, I didn't say that. He no, said his guy, his guy likes it. Oh, his we brought out really. all the statistics. Yeah, they, they, it was all the statistics. John Mashota talking about he tweets seventy, said what, seventy-eight times a day, but for for the last ten. He said years. he said he did that one time. It, 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 it's not current statistics. <laughs> Dak's a client now for you, right? <laughs> listen by reading listen, the tweets. Listen, listen. <laughs> the pictures were looking good. Okay, you look good. You, you, look, you look very good. You look, you look good. But everybody, you look good. It's okay. Can everybody got look, Pete Frisco got his guy. You, look, you got that. It's and, all and, good. And, everybody and, got a guy. And, and, everybody got a guy. And, 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 and who you got now? Who, who's your guy? I, I'm, I'm, Is he's unemployed. Right your guy's unemployed. Unemployed. I'm looking. Gary Patterson. Gary Patterson unemployed. That's college. That was college. That's college. Anyway, getting back right. I don't have a guy. Getting back I'm to open the, for business. I haven't really just, I've been out the game for a while on that. But getting yeah. back to the pick situation. No, uh, let's get back to the pick oh, situation. Okay. I'm down with Deron Bland. Size got, got Gilly. I'm, it's time for one of those safeties to get a pick, ain't it? It's time. It's those passes over the middle. One time for one of those safeties. I'm going with. Be a hooker. I, I like that hooker, as Jerry say. I like that hooker. <laughs> That's what Jerry said. That's Jerry's <laughs> statement. I like that hooker. I'm going to pick hooker. Pick me a hooker. Let me write this down. Malik Hooker. JJT, Bland, Saad, Gilly. 
Chill. Gilly Lock. Some hooker. <laughs> Clarence. <laughs> hooker. <laughs> oh, I'm going with Bland. I'm going with Bland here. So, Josh Allen, 14 picks. He going to uh, get you one now. Maybe two. But he going to give them two. I, I need to break it down. What, how, how do they look at home and on the road? You know, and I, I want to see where those picks break down, home and on the road. Can you look that up, young, young side? Look at you know, home and on the well, road. If he does the same, everywhere. I mean, I, I you know, I mean, he's on the street right now. I, mean, I think he just plays his game, and that's part of his game. It's like, um, you know, it's like we've seen point guards who have a lot of assists. They throw a lot of passes, have a lot of turnovers. It's, that's what they do. But he's, he's he's still playing well. I mean, and I I think that it, it's it's going to be a challenge. And yes, he's going to give you one. It's all part of his game. But 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 he, he's playing well. And and again. It's, it's not just his passing. You got to stop his running, and he's he's a he's a bulldozer. So you see, he's tough to tackle. You say he's playing well. They don't win this game. They're basically out of the playoffs, and they're still not in the playoffs right now. So so when we say he's playing well, you're basically an above five hundred team right now. Yeah, their defense has been awful, and and they and the coach don't and, take any ownership of that. And part of the reason their defense is awful, they lost three of their best players. Right, de- their defense has been awful. I mean, that, that's part of the team game. It's, you know, it's, it's a comp- they play complimentary football, as Mike McCarthy likes oh, to say. Okay, so let me ask this question: You say he's playing well. How can you say that when he's leading the league? <laughs> In turnovers, he leads the league in interceptions. He's been leading the league in for turnovers la- for last three years. Okay, so, since so, he showed up in the league. So I like to know how is that playing well? That that's part of his game, and I think that sometimes that that's again when you talk about my, me having a client, that was part of me railing against these narratives. Okay, because people put the narratives on some people, don't put them on others. People putting the turnover machine narrative on Dak, which I think is unfair. He's never been a turnover machine, even though last year he led the league in interceptions. He didn't lead the league in turnovers because Josh Allen. I mean, uh, uh, he, he did, but 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 for some people, it's almost like. Uh, as Jack said, that's part of his game. You got to take the good with the bad. Yes, he has a lot of turnovers, but he also has a lot of yeah, a lot of spectacular game, plays, game-winning type plays. Yeah. He's he's the reason they're in games, and by contrast, because of his turnovers, he may be part of the reason why they lose games. But you need him playing at that breakneck level for them to have a chance to win. Yeah, the vibe to me is is kind of it's not to the extent, but it's Brett Favre esque a little bit. You know, it's the interceptions kind of come with it. But so does the gunslinger and all that mentality that, you know, Brett Favre did for, for two decades in Green Bay. He hard so, to handle him because he makes spectacular plays to help you win games. It's only been two games that he's played this year where he didn't throw a pick. They were um, both at home. Okay. So yeah. so, so, so if he goes to Miami, it's going to be Miami and then um, Las Vegas. But. Yeah, he's 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 on a roll right now, man, and and he's he's thrown up since uh, he has six o- picks at home. And since October eighth, he's thrown a pick in every game. Mm-hmm. So you know, right? He's giving it away. Well, I, I agree, but again, when is the picks? You know, and are they early? Are they late? You know, and you know, certainly again, I watched the game last Sunday. You know, his pick at in the second quarter. You know, against Kansas City, you know that put helped Kansas City get back in the game. But in the fourth quarter, he wasn't turning the ball over. In Philly, he threw a pick that put the Eagles right back into the game, and they eventually ended up winning it. Yeah, and they would have. And if 
the receiver don't run around wrong route, they probably went in overtime or he threw it right. I don't I don't know I don't know have we decided whether the receiver ran the wrong route or threw it right, but they had a, they had an open touchdown, an open drive of overtime and normally they you go it. with the quarterback as opposed to the special team dude who's playing receiver. Yeah. I mean so <laughs> he, he still played winning football to, to help them, you know, put them in position well, to win put those it like games. like this, man. He leading the league in turnovers. Ain't nobody saying, Oh goody, we get to go play against Josh Allen this No, he, he's not fun to play against. Let's be honest about that because you know he, he's an all day sucker. Because you gotta you gotta deal with him passing all day. The, you got and you gotta deal with his physicality running. He is tough to tackle. And Cowboys have smaller linebackers. You know he's tough to bring down. You know you saw him take a, you know against the Chiefs. You know five yard line. He he's tush pushing it all the way in from the five yard line. So it's almost like you know facing Jalen Hurts again. But here's a guy with more power and. At right now, he has a better passing game than, than what the Eagles show. So it's, it's going to be a tough. This is a tough matchup for the Cowboys. You say they're a one point favorite. That's a push because you know you let home. You I get believe three they're points. underdogs. Well, a one point yeah. underdog. Excuse me. Same thing. What I'm saying is, usually when you're at home, you get three points just from being home field. You know, when, when it's a, when it's even or you're one or two points, that means on a neutral field, the Cowboys probably be favored. Yeah, a point and a half to two points um, underdog with the Cowboys. All right, depending on the service you use. So. How do they limit him? I, th- I think it's a it's a team effort. I, I do wonder if you know if they look at it from just keep playing your defense the way that they have confidence, especially with what they did to Jalen Hurts. And I think it's a little bit of an advantage for them that you get to you get to face Josh Allen right after facing Jalen Hurts. They're not they're not the same guy, but you're facing a mobile quarterback um, one week to the next, and I feel like that could help. Um, one thing that's really been impressive with Dan Quinn recently has also just been the adjustments that he's made. I mean, with Gilmore, you know, sticking him and having him travel with Metcalf uh, a couple weeks ago, things like that. I wonder if Josh Allen starts to break through or something like that. If you start looking at having a spy, someone like Marquise Bell or someone who can run with them and plays linebacker safety and have him spy Allen if if things get to that point. But I wonder if they just you know play Allen the way that they play defense and let and let that. You know, do the talking. Main thing is you got to be disciplined in your pass rush. You can't go outside to tackle because then you create those lanes for him to dart right through. And then you have to tackle him. You have to wrap him up in old school, tackle him, wrap him up. I mean, you just can't put the shoulder on. You have to wrap him up, grab his legs, and wait for the cowboy. The the interesting thing about playing a guy like Josh, he's big. Okay, this is this guy's got linebacker size. Yeah, how big is he? Like and trying six? to tackle him gets interesting because that's when you can get. You know, hands to the head. I mean, just, just you can pick up very Ben Roethlisberger esque. Yeah, right. You can pick up a roughing on him pretty quick. But at the same time, if you don't get a hold of him, get him down, he's going to run you over, or he's going to get away. <laughs> I mean, it's a very tough challenge for a defense right. with these kind of rules. Here. He's tough to sack too, for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I mean, the big guy, just like Ben and, and Cam and those guys, big strong quarterbacks, tough to get on the ground. All right, Clarence, you in the locker room today? Uh, what was being said? I mean, we were all over the locker room today. We had we got good stuff from uh, we, we we talked to Aubrey about you know his kicking and and, and certainly kicking outdoors. I mean, he's shown everything, proven everything. You know, first kicker he won NFL NFC um, Special Teams Player of the Week, first kicker in NFL history to make two kicks from 58, 59 plus. Uh, and now you have the challenge of kicking outdoors in Buffalo as well. You know, he's been great. Most of his kicks have been indoors. Most of his kicks have been in in good. Field conditions, except for that opener against the Giants with the rain, but but um, kicking in Buffalo with those winds, that's another challenge he has to face. And, he, and we talked to him about that. We certainly talked to Gilmore. Uh, 
I was interested in Gilmore was upset, upset. <laughs> like, what does a what does an upset Gilmore look like? Have you ever talked to Gilmore? He's so understated, so under, you know, like even kill, even I mean, just even kill. Like, what is what do you look like when you get mad? You know, like because you know, because I it was funny because. You know, he talked about being upset, and he says in such a monotone voice and understated, even killed voice. And and then he was on um, Sports Center after the game, and you know, he was just so laid back. And so, I mean, I was like, this was bad TV. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you know, the, other, the big show. What's the guy named uh, uh, Scott who, Van Pelt? Scott Van Pelt. You got we're gonna do the exclusive with Gilmore this big game, and and he just, you know, just very coach speak and just nothing like this is certainly not what what Scott Tell Van Pelt he played was, in New England. <laughs> Scott Van right? Scott Van Pelt was looking for. And I, he said, I didn't, I didn't like the tone in which he said it. You know, he, I, you know, he'd been calling I mean, everybody. You're, you're old guys. The teammates, team, team, huh? He's thirty-three. Yeah, so teammates teasing about being old, and so it wasn't like he's never been called old before. But he didn't like the tone in which, which, uh, or, or the way uh, AJ Brown <laughs> called him. Or certainly AJ called him old with some colorful twelve-letter cuss words. I'm sure, as Jock would like to say. And, and so he didn't like that. And so he really had a, a great game. Was, was, but he didn't. He did it. He, he. Answered with his play. He didn't talk trash back. He didn't cuss him back out. You know, so you were there. I mean, yeah. it just it just good stuff from Gilmore. And then we had a, this long talk with Dak. You know, and, and that's why Dak is is so good because it's not his day to talk. He sat in the locker room, talked for about twenty minutes. You know, just at his locker, talking about the game. Obviously, talking about my social media, but talking about different things and and the um, like the two quarterback sneaks. Those were not called sneaks. Those were not called tush pushes. But the, but the Eagles, no one was over the center. So Dak said, "I just, we just did it. You know, that was not the call play. They were handing the ball up, do something else. But no one was over the center, and I was in the press box, sneak it. And you know, that's that's what he did. I think for me, you know, obviously we talked to those two guys, but then with Dak, more than what the the content of what we were talking about, because we were talking about everything and uh, a lot of a lot of mafia talk. He's a big mafia yeah. movie fan, so yeah, he, uh, Frank <laughs> Lucas. He was talking about Frank Lucas and some other guys. He, he watched all those different movies. Yeah, it, 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 it was it was good stuff. But but to me, it was just the demeanor, the way that he kind of is right now. You can just tell he's so confident, so comfortable. Everything about him right now, he's just in a zone. Um, you know, you you can just tell that it's the the play is kind of spilling over into just his overall demeanor as well. Where he he he's just at ease right now. And, and piggybacking on that, his confidence was on full display when he ran the sneak and the guy tried to pull the ball away from him <laughs> and he kind of teased him. You remember he teased him? Yeah. Oh, you want, he, said, he said, take it. You know, you want to take it, you know. But it was like, it's like he's having fun like he's on the playground. That's what we talk. I said, you, you just have him, you feel, you're so at ease like you're at the playground. I said, yeah, that's what it is. I'm, it's, it's confident. Got like he's Kellen Moore not having all the fun. Yeah, he also, <laughs> we, that came a, window, a window into the soul. Um, we're talking about he because he just started asking, what's going on with Kellen Moore what's going on with that stuff you gonna get another job and somebody brought up you know Bill Belichick may may go there and Dak said if that if 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 Kellen thought that McCarthy was hard on him he don't want Belichick so what you're saying is so McCarthy was hard on Kellen Moore which again no one's ever said no one talked about but that's one thing that I so you're telling us McCarthy was really hard on Kellen Moore yeah yeah. Which is why he ain't here no more. Exactly. Well, but Kelly Moore doesn't have to worry about coaching with Bill Belichick because Josh McDaniels be going. <laughs> exactly. It'll be in Carolina, Washington. That's what, that's what it'll be. That's what that's what that'll be. Right yeah, there. but I mean, what, but yeah. So Dak was asking different questions about that and, and different things. Like, so it was a lot of going back and forth. That was cool though. Talk about segregation, all that stuff. We talked yeah, about a lot. He talked about yeah, Durham, North Carolina, and how you're from North Carolina. He said that you know back in the day that Durham was a place where a lot of educated and rich blacks were. 
He learned that in, in one of those mafia movies yeah. he's reading. Yes. It is still a very black city today. So, yeah. yes, in the home of North Carolina Central. Yeah. So, as well as the other little school in Durham. Um, <laughs> let's take our first break. Uh, when we come back here, um, how many Cowboys make the Pro Bowl? Let's dive in. Just think, just think. So let's just spitball. Let's just spitball. We'll do that with Saad Youssef, Clarence Hill, Jock Taylor, and we Media Match right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code Cowboys. VIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash right here on DallasCowboys.com. Radio got Jean-Jacques Taylor, Saad Youssef, and Clarence Hill. They are insiders with the Dallas Cowboys covering the team. Giving you all the info you love and need. I am merely Newey Scruggs to help facilitate the conversation. So, um, this is about that time when the Pro Bowl vote's going to start coming in here. How many Cowboys do we think will make the Pro Bowl this year? Give me a number. Well, I mean, can we just go player by player? It's, it's tough to go number wise because, you know, obviously Dak, CD, let's just start there. Dak, Dak, CD, okay. Gilmore, uh, Gilmore, not Gilmore, sorry, Bland, Bland, maybe Gilmore, but Dak, CD, stop it, Dak, CD, you get Bland mixed up with Gilmore. Yeah, they yeah, Matt's yeah, got him mixed got up with head. Trayvon yeah, Diggs. Side, Dak, got him in your head. Dak, CD, Bland, the kicker, Aubrey, and Parsons. Let's just let's take it off the cuff, right? Okay. Then you got cases for Tyron Smith, Zach Tyler Smith, Zach Martin. Shoot, but I don't think Zach Martin's the best guard on his team. Tyler Smith is the I best guard. I think Zach on the Martin team. is more off of reputation. Yeah, but yeah, Tyler yeah. Smith is the best guard on the team. But yeah, but it, obviously you have to consider Zach Martin. Uh, also, Digizua, uh Gilmore. You know, where do you go from there? Jake Ferguson, maybe. Tank, 
I thought Jake Ferguson has a uh, has a really good shot because yeah. they, you know, it's a high profile team and he's been showing up with big plays. Right, and and, and, and he tank, got that swag. And, 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 and then you take, I mean, it could be a number of them, you know. Plus, they got, uh, you know, so like, and I'm not breaking no news, but nobody's won more games than them. So when you're winning like that and you're playing high profile games, you lead the league in point differential. You blow out all these teams. Yeah, people going to the. And then you got the Cowboy fan base. You know, I mean, I mean, how many guys are leading in their positions in voting right now? So, so I'm just writing down six. That's, that's my my baseline for the Cowboys. They did six last year, didn't they? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just a, a baseline. Just a baseline. Like there'll be at least six. Yeah, uh, you know, well, I mean, there's five that are just 100 percent hit, and and I think after that, it's you can go anywhere up to I think like 10 or so. You know, I, I think Tyron is going to get in there too. Yeah. Because uh, the way Dak has been on that hot streak, he's been playing in these games and he's been making a difference. And luckily for him, they've been highlighting him as well. I mean, that stuff matters on a Sunday night game when, when Collinsworth's talking about that stuff matters. And, and of course, you know, everybody in the league sees it, but you're also right. They play so many high profile games. I think that, that goes in there. So I do think that Tyron Smith will end up making, a, making another Pro Bowl. I mean, it, it's to me, if you got an offense that's good, somebody from the offensive line has got to be going to the Pro Bowl. So, and multiples. I mean, you know, again, Tyler is, is no, you know, outside of his penalty, Tyler is just like not giving them nothing. What he's doing to Fletcher, what he did to Fletcher Cox and Jalen Carney's high profile. Aaron Donald. I mean he Aaron Donald played yeah. well. I mean Tyler Smith may be the best lineman on the team. All right, so we're on the table. I had a conversation with someone before the game. And I said in, in the in the Cowboys um the Cowboys organization. I said, so do you leave Tyler at left guard or do you eventually move him to left tackle? when it's time for 77 to call it a career. How do you leave him left guard? Let him be a Hall of Fame left guard. 100%. Yeah, you leave him left guard. I would leave him left guard. What does he and his agent want to do? Because you know the money is a tackle. I was told by... Leo Collins. I was told that he was drafted to be a tackle, tackle and that's where he will go. <laughs> of course you were told it by his agent, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> not, not by the Cowboys. No, jo- Joby has not... Joby Brandy has not said that at all. He's not said But I mean, you know, the same thing like Michael. You know, I'm a linebacker defense end. Defense ends get paid, so that's what I want to be. I don't think that matters in his case. No, it won't matter, Michael, but it does matter with, with, with Tyler. And again, I... I Again, I, I, I think that if Leo Collins would have stayed at guard, you know, we'd be, you know, he may not have made the same top end money, but, you know, we'd be, have a different opinion of him. He'd be a better player. It could also be situational where, you know, if you, if you just have absolutely nothing at left tackle and then you're forced to, kind of like when they tried to switch Zach Martin out to right tackle um, be, because they were getting decimated. So, I mean, it could be situational, but when you're, when you, Mike McCarthy mentioned something about this on Monday, just something about being jack of all trades versus, you know, master of none and, you know, things like that. Um, when you're that good, I think I think that's when you play yourself out. If you're if you're a decent guard, then just go be a decent tackle if you're also going to be decent. But if you're a superstar guard, then you want to keep him there. Then, but he's not decent. I mean, he's that's not what I'm decent. Saying. He's not decent even spot. But but again, this this is also a business, and and at the end of the day. You want to play tackle because that's where the money is. I think in terms of, and I'm not calling him this player at all, but I, I did get to see him in college and, and watch him in, in the professional ranks. And he started in the pros as a guard and eventually went out to left tackle. Uh, Jonathan Ogden. 
Jonathan was a fantastic player in college, and because of the situation they had with their tackles in Baltimore, Ozzie took him. He's like, I'm going to play a guard, and then eventually they kicked him on out to left tackle and you know, became, and, and, became a tremendous player. And I think for them, just in the conversation I had, because by the way, I was with you guys. I can't like, hey, leave the guy right there, right? And they're like, nah, we drive to left tackle and put him out there. I think they think he has that kind of skill set to be able to go out, hey, you were great here. We think you can be great out there because we just think that much of you as a player. Which also, by the way, is really impressive because we saw going between guard and tackle is not easy, especially on a moment's notice. And we saw that with Connor Williams for years here. Um, right before Tyler Smith got here. And I remember talking multiple times with Connor, and he would talk to me about, like, the body weight disposition, about how you have to change your training, everything. I mean, just making that switch is not – I'm not saying you can't do it, but usually it takes a full off season to really get your body and your movements and everything in that in that realm. And for for Tyler to do it as seamlessly as he has has also been impressive. The, 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 caveat, the caveat here is this, though. As we started this conversation about the Pro Bowl, Tyra Smith is playing great. He's he's out of contract. Do you bring him back next year? Well, see, Tyron, see, that's the question. When Tyron Smith is going to be like, see, I came back on your number last exactly. year. I was getting, he gonna do that Zach, coming back he's on, on that Zach Martin. Not today's price is not, <laughs> not today's price. He's going to do that I, Zach I'm Martin. not coming back on your number <laughs> this year. I done right. you a solid. I ain't never complained about my contract. But if I'm free... You got, I, I want my. I, I want all, all of that. my so money. So there's a caveat here, and and you got to get to do deck, and you got CD. How much? And you the got. reality is, that's what your draft picks are for, man. Well, it is your draft picks are for, but as, as we say, he's playing great at guard. If we can get him back, you know, let's run this thing back. You know, these these windows of opportunities, especially if you do go and win, and you want to run it back. I mean, you ain't gonna start over on the offensive line, are you? This uh, this is what I know. There, I don't believe in let's run it back. I believe in at the end of the year we evaluate it. We know every year you good for 14 games. As you get older, maybe maybe, maybe we got a plan. Maybe this this there's no practice this no plan. Practice plan. Maybe, maybe maybe give him a few more years on his career. Um, there, there's no doubt about. It. I talked to him about that. That's a great just, question. And he, and he spoke about how yeah it made a bit made a big difference about him not practicing. And, and look, here's a guy that we know takes care of himself, and, and he doesn't need to practice. He's just going out there go be Tyron Smith. But you ra- you raise a very good question. That's a great question. What is what is the cost for um, 77 next year? And the beauty of it is we know there's going to be some guys who are going to take a little cut around here, some haircuts, barbershopping upstairs on some salaries. No, I'm serious, though. It's not that many people qualify for a haircut. Yeah. I mean, a couple of men are just not going to be yeah, here. Yeah, some so. of them qualify for raises because I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. I don't know a CD plan on that 50 option. He know when you're clients. How do you know that? <laughs> We're going to end it right there. Hey, Jacques Taylor, side you, Seth, Clarence Hill. I'm New East We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Media Mash right here. Put me in a box. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!